Welcome to Vision Forward's Tech Connect Live, connecting you to the world of assistive technology. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting edition of the one, the only, Tech Connect Live. That's right, it's live. Anything that happens here is going to be committed to video for the rest of our lives. Corey, scared? No, not at all. Oh, he's a very confident I came with guy. my game face on. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Is that my, your game my, face? I came with my committed face on. It looks very similar to your normal face. Well, there are slight differences. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. <laughs> this is Corey's game face. You saw it here first. And welcome to the show, everybody. We are very excited to be here to talk to you about the new OrCam Read 3.0. This is a new OCR device from OrCam, makers of such OCR devices as the OrCam MyEye and the OrCam Read. But today we have an exciting update that introduces some new features, and we are looking forward to telling people about that. Corey, OrCam, you a fan? I'm a big fan. I have been known to say how much I am a fan of OrCam. Yes, so uh, they, okay, there you go. If you watch our previous videos on OrCam, you'll see that, or, that I, Corey is a fan. I am, and I do, I, I have said it before, I do think OrCam has one of the best and fastest OCR engines on the market. Indeed so it does, but what else can it do? Well, we are going That's to find great out question. today. But before we do that, Corey, yes. I know that you came prepared with a joke. So please dazzle us with your humor. That's actually the joke right there <laughs> that I came prepared. I actually don't think I have one. No, and nor do I. Jonathan, in the background here, do you have a joke? How can I get it? Uh, yeah, I can get one. Um, so it's been raining an awful lot in Wisconsin. It has. Uh, and I live close by the river, so I see a lot of things floating through. Um, okay. And, uh, I feel like maybe we should have uh, <laughs> checked this first. I'm getting a little nervous. Yeah, no, All okay. right, continue. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway, um, so you see a lot of people swimming, uh, and I've actually been seeing a lot of debris uh, in, in the river. Mm -hmm. uh, but this leads me to uh, the joke, which is, what does the poplar wear to the summer party? The poplar as in the tree? Indeed. Mm. So what does a tree wear? A does it have to be Does it have to be a poplar? Does it have to be a poplar? Though it was in this case. Mm. Oh, okay. What does a tree wear to the barbecue party? A flame Resistant proof. Anything? Yeah. Mm. No, it wore its tree trunks. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Oh, no, wait, no, definitely not that one. Well, that one might there be it. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Jonathan, for your input. Everybody, that was Jonathan. You don't see him, but you hear him. Is he actually there, though? Maybe it's just us throwing up. Ask the poplar. Ask the poplar. The poplar falls in the middle of the forest <laughs> while telling a joke. Does anybody hear it? Hopefully if, if Jonathan, If a poplar falls in Jonathan in, in the forest. If a poplar falls on Jonathan, does he tell a joke? <laughs> yeah. That is the question. All right, well, that's enough from us. Let's introduce our special guest, the one, the only, Corinne Nero. Corinne, hello, and thank you for joining us. Guys, thanks for having me. You are very welcome. And Corinne, you are a representative of OrCam here to tell us about the OrCam Read 3.0 because Corey and I just knew that we were not up to the task, but we know <laughs> that you are. So uh, we're excited to have you here today. Corinne, uh, whereabouts are you located? I'm located right outside of the Chicago area. Very nice. And how are things in Chicago today? 
uh, we're past the storm, so everything is, is looking sunny today. No, that's a, yeah, so that is a good thing. We did have some storms. Uh, yeah, did you have any here, Cora? Yeah, I woke up maybe around 4.30 or so. Oh, yeah, wow. there was there was some good some good lightning, some thunder. Nice. Yeah, it was, good. It was yeah. a good storm. Uh, we, because uh, I live in a different place to you, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and where I am, uh, the storms just happened to coincide with when my alarm went off. So it was a oh. beautiful synchronicity, you know. Okay. Didn't get woken up by the thunder, but when I woke up, it was going on. Sure. So very atmospheric. The cat was not too impressed, though. No, wasn't having it. He was not having it at all. Uh, Corinne, do you have a cat? I do not. I have two dogs. Two dogs. Good choice. Dogs are also excellent animals. What, uh, what uh, kind of dogs do you have? They are Italian greyhounds. Ooh. The last guest we had on had a dog and a half. So we are oh, yeah. an upgrade, do you remember? I do, um, yeah. I forgot why, though. Sh yeah, I, it wasn't that it was missing legs. It was, oh. I think that it was a custody. Oh, had a oh wow. I think she okay. had the dog half the time or something. <laughs> so we are upgrading uh, our our guest's do uh, pets. Is so that our main criteria for yes. guests from now on? Yeah, so the next guest has to have at least two and a half pets. Well, if you, if you remember, though, I believe that guest who had half a dog had other animals, too, like parakeets and weird stuff like that. No? Am I misremembering? No, I think you're... You, I don't think Am so. I, I think she had else? squirrels running around her ah, backyard. Okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Corinne, do you have Italian dogs because you have Italian heritage? Well, I do have Italian heritage, but mm. that wasn't the reason I got no. the Okay, dog. I just wondered. Uh, also, how do you feel about people like myself saying I-Italian? Uh, you know, it, it works. <laughs> okay. I, I thought enough. you were going to ask her what she felt about half dogs. <laughs> well, <laughs> at first, I was I'll like, where's we'll she ask, We'll ask that in the post show. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Corinne. Again, it's very nice to have you here. And uh, why don't you, for the people watching at home, why don't you give us a bit of information about your background and how you came to be working at Orcam? Sure, sure. So I, I actually worked for the VA system in blind rehab for about the last 10 years. And OrCam was probably one of my most issued OCR devices. So that's kind of how I got familiar with the company. And I've been with OrCam for just over a year. Excellent. Yeah. So mm -hmm. any veterans out there who are in need of uh, an OCR device, then the VA do indeed dispense the OrCam. And it uh, sounds like it's pretty pretty popular with uh, the VA, or at least with your VA. Were you at uh, Heinz VA in, uh, in Illinois there, in Chicago? Yeah, okay. So, uh, so yeah, um, that's, that's excellent. And you've been working with OrCam for a year now. What is your position there? I am the area sales manager, so I cover Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and North and South Dakota. Okay, cool. That's a, a wide area. I assume that you're on uh, airplanes and uh, in your car a lot then. Quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you drove up to Wisconsin just, uh, what was it, two weeks ago to uh, yeah. come and join us here. Yes, so thank you for that. Well, well, uh, yeah, so we're here to see the OrCam Read 3.0. Now, Corey, yes. you and I did do a video on this. I would say it's probably one, uh, one of the top three videos on YouTube currently. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure. Jonathan told us it was in, the, we, we had three video results in the top 10 if you search on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, however, <laughs> that's a bit misleading because I believe that YouTube caters the results to your personal browsing history as well. Oh, there you go. We okay. need to use a VPN or some kind we, of... We do to fool it. Get it yeah. uh, um, you just said that you were Googling there, Jonathan. What did you find in your Google search? 
No, I'm just saying that I, I searched on Google. Oh, oh, this was a Google search result. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Very good. Well, uh, our yeah, video, yeah. I would like to say it's uh, a pretty good video. I don't know if you were waiting for Corinne to give me a pat on the back or if you wanted me to. No. Yes, I thought we, uh, I thought it was entertaining. We mm. covered all the important things. We did. Uh, Corinne, uh, you saw the video. How did you feel about the video? Loved the video. You guys are great. It was so funny. Okay. Well, you kind of have to say that because you're yeah. you're you're on our show at the moment. But uh, uh, we appreciate uh, the positive thoughts there. So uh, yeah, that does cover what we're going to be covering today. But we always think it's nice to cover stuff on our live show as well because we might find out things that we otherwise didn't know, and that's mm -hmm. why we also like to have guests on who uh, are the experts. So uh, with all that being said, Corinne, why don't you give us an idea about what we are in store for here in terms of features? Sure, sure. So the Read 3 is based off of the, of the original Read device. So it has the same reading capabilities, the same OCR, where you point and you click, you hear the text read back to you aloud. It has the same smart reading features. It has the ability to identify barcodes and currency. Um, so that's the, the original features of the, the read, but this one has the added capability to connect to internet to give you some more capability. So the main function is, is magnification. It will magnify to any computer screen or tablet. It will also act as an OCR. Um, you can save the files, which is, is new to OrCam. You've never been able to previously save files. And then it has the ability to read handwriting and summarize an article. Okay, so we actually already have learned something new here, Corby. Did oh. you catch what it was? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're a screen reader user. You should be good at listening. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so Corinne mentioned something there well, that we well, did I'm, not include in our video. Well, what did I miss? Um, you said, Corinne, if I'm not mistaken, that you can save uh, images now that you've OCR'd. Is that correct? Correct. So you, when you connect it to the computer screen, ah. you can load the, the file as a JPEG, or you can s copy the text and then paste it into like a Word document and save it that way. I see. Okay. So we did actually cover that then on the computer side. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was thinking maybe so saving on the device. who wasn't listening? <laughs> well, yeah. That's the question. It was a matter of interpretation. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, so that's kind of cool. Now we did, yeah. So we did uh, mention in our video that you can download the uh, JPEGs. Uh, but uh, I don't think we showed that you can copy the text and paste it into a, a document from what I remember. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so once you've OCR'd the text, then you can copy that and paste it, which is cool, because then obviously you could edit it and save it as well. Uh, now, before we um, go any further, Corinne, I think for those people who might not know what the OrCam read is, maybe we could just give a high-level overview of kind of, you know, what it looks like and what the general idea is. Sure. So I've got it here, if, if anybody can kind of see this screen, it is about the size of a like a large marker. So if you are familiar with the original read, it's the same size. The main difference visually on the device is the buttons are yellow. So for somebody with low vision, um, it definitely has better contrast to see those buttons. Um, but this is the guy physically here. Um, there are four buttons along the top edge of the screen. I'm sorry, the top edge of the device, they are all shaped differently. So if you can't see the yellow buttons, you could really feel the difference between each of them. Um, overall, it's a pretty simple device when you're using it handheld. I always kind of hold it like a pen. All you have to do is point at the text that you want to listen to, 
you press the trigger button, it's going to read it right back to you. Um, so that's kind of the main functions of the device as far as using it handheld. Um, it does have a smart reading feature, which is more of like an interactive mode. So you can tell it to find a specific keyword um, on a document or a menu or whatever you are reading. And then um, if you point at a barcode, it will identify the product name. If you point and click at a dollar bill, it will read aloud the, the denomination of the bill. Corinne, does the barcode uh, capability, does that require internet or does it have an onboard database? It does. All of those features I just mentioned do not require internet. Okay. Take it out into the grocery store or a public building. You don't have to worry about connecting to Wi-Fi to, to use those features. How often is that barcode database being updated? Do you know, is it every time there's kind of a new update, are they adding more and more products to it? Uh, you know, it hasn't been every time that we've done an update, but we did one earlier this year about the time we released the stand and that added, I believe, an additional million. So we're right around 2 million right okay. now. One other quick question about barcode, I probably, uh, this isn't barcode today, but I still, I'm gonna ask a bunch of questions about it. But um, if it's an unfamiliar barcode or a custom barcode, let's say a small retail shop is printing their own and it's not in the database, are you able to record your own custom message for that barcode? Not on the read devices. Okay. So you that on the MyEye device, mm -hmm. which is a normal unit, but not on either of the handheld devices. Got it. So, Corinne, these are, uh, oh, and by the way, if people want to see how to do that with the MyEye, we do have a video on that. We do? Yeah, we did a live show on advanced features of the Orca MyEye, I think. It oh, was we were sitting like right here. We, well, I was actually over You're on the across. opposite table. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the only time we ever used that, <laughs> that opposite table. Um, so, Corinne, um, the features that you just listed, correct me if I'm wrong here. And by the way, I didn't actually know that you could do the barcode scanning and the money identification uh, with the read. So. so it was not available on the devices previously. Ah. Any device purchased moving forward will have those features on either the read 3 or the original read. Okay, good, because that's what I wanted to clarify there. So all of those features that you've stated so far, it doesn't matter which read you buy, you will have access to those features. But if you want the connection to the computer and some of the other features that Corinne is going to be showing us, you've really got to be careful that you do get the correct version because there are there are things specific to the Orcam Read 3.0 and because they look so similar, um, then you definitely want to watch out and make sure that you're getting the correct one. Is Orcam still, is, is there more than one if you go to purchase a new read today, is it only the 3.0 or is the original Orcam read still available? The original Orcam read is still available. Okay. Um, it's either the read, the original read, or the read 3. Got it. Cool. All right, lots of choice. So, Corinne, let's find out what is special about the read 3.0. I believe that you have a second computer then. You're going to swivel your camera around and show us that. Um, so, let's go ahead and do that right now. Okay, so I'm going to flip my camera here so you can see my other computer screen. Um, and then I also have a stand. So this Read 3 will come with the stand. So I'm going to pop the, the Read 3 in the stand here. And then on my computer, I've got it connected to the same Wi-Fi network that the Read is connected to. So on the screen, once I access the magnifying website, all I have to do is press the Connect to Device button. It will connect to my device here in just a second. 
And does the speed of your internet have an impact on these things, Corinne? It does. It does. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, Corinne, I, I just thought of something too, if it's not too much trouble. In your Zoom window, uh, in the Zoom meeting, if you could turn on original sound, I think what's going to happen is the Zoom is, meeting is going to continuously um, knock out her yes, or camp. Probably. That might help, but it might not. Without going you should in. find it in the top left of there somewhere. Should I just say original sound for musicians if you. Yeah, yeah if, but if it's not enabled in settings, nah, that doesn't very help. Good point. Bummer. All right, never. If it's not up there, never mind. I don't see it. Okay. okay. Let me know as I as I play it if you guys can can hear it. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. So once I have it connected, I've got a live feed right now. So I've got a document, um, kind of sitting under here. It's just a little description of what the the read device is. So on my screen, it does move when I move the document. So it is a live feed. On the right panel of the window, I have um, five different buttons. There is a settings option, which you can customize the voices. There are a ton to choose from. I have a plus sign and a minus sign. That is going to control my magnification level. So as I press that plus sign, you can kind of see on the screen here that the text has gotten much larger. Um, the minus symbol is going to decrease the size of that. And then I do have a rotate button just in case the image is upside down. You can rotate. And then in the lower right hand corner of the screen, there is a, it, it looks like a T. So when I press it, it will change the color combination of the, the magnification or the, the zoom window here. All right, so what we're doing here, we, we've basically got, we've turned the OrCam into a, a CCTV here, which is really neat. And I did notice something uh, cool as well that you did there. When you zoomed in, you were able to use your finger on your touch screen there to pan around that zoomed image. Correct, correct. So, I, you know, I do think using a larger monitor can be helpful, obviously, if you need magnification. But touch screens do work really nice because, yeah, you can just touch tap those buttons. If you're using like a screen reader, um, you can tab through those. It, it is compatible. You will hear the, the buttons announced so you know kind of where your focus is. Okay, and because this is a, a browser-based thing, so we're, we are connecting to the camera and then we're opening the page that we're currently viewing uh, through a browser. So I assume that that means you can use any uh, internet-enabled device, so whether that be like a tablet or even a phone or a computer or whatever, it should be compatible with all of those, those things. Correct, correct. Any, any browser should be compatible. Yeah, so that's pretty cool because, I mean, in terms of portability, you could have something like an iPad and uh, the Orcam Read 3. And that stand, um, you know, you can fold all of that down as well. You can kind of disassemble it and carry it with you. So it's a pretty portable package all in all. It's a smart way of doing it, too, because it opens you up for iOS, Windows, Android, Chromebooks. Yeah. You know, being web-based, it really makes life a lot easier than having to generate, you know, develop different apps for all those different platforms. Yeah, now the one uh, downside that I do see here, Corin, with it being uh, based on a, a wireless connection and so on and so forth, is just the uh, the lag that you get from the live image. Correct, correct. There, so it, that, that's kind of why it it's not necessarily like a replacement for a CCTV mm -hmm. for somebody, depending on their needs. Um, there can be a lag, it, you know, it, because it is internet-based, um, you know, it. It is quick depending on, on the speed of your internet. I'm at home right now, I'm connected to a hotspot. So it, it is, there's a tiny bit of a lag. But the nice thing about that is I can use this center button here in the middle of the screen. 
I can take a picture and I can pan back and forth a little bit easier using that touchscreen window. Yeah, I think that touchscreen really does uh, assist when it comes to kind of to, to reading like this as if you're using a CCTV. And I think, Corinne, you told us before that, uh, that the device will only connect to 2.4 gigahertz networks. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, so is there any plans to, for that to change, do you know, or is that going to be just the way it is? Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely a, a priority for the research and development team okay. to, to be compatible with 5G. Yeah, because I assume that uh, once that's the case, then in terms of that lag, that's definitely going to help to reduce that issue. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Okay, so I see that you've taken a picture and some things on the screen have changed here, Corinne. So uh, one thing I notice is on the right side now, above the plus and minus buttons, we have this uh, downward pointing arrow. Yep, so that's our download button. Since I've taken a picture, I can now download the file. Um, it will download as a JPEG right to my computer. Excellent, and that goes into the downloads folder, I assume? Correct. Yeah, very nice. So uh, that is just a, that is just the whatever you see on the screen it's a picture of that correct yes okay um but uh, the other thing that's changed here is that we have this big button in the middle now which has got these two a's inside it so what's that, that's all about so that is if when i press that it's going to actually extract the text and digitize it it puts it onto like a nice crisp and clean background so i tend to think that most people are probably going to read it this way visually at mm -hmm. least looks a little bit nicer here. So you can kind of see um, the text is a lot clearer um, than it was when I was using the picture. So yeah, for sure. And this is the thing, so we've we done OCR at this point and we've converted this uh, print into electronic text. And I always think that this is really cool even if you're not having it then read aloud to you. Um, because when you convert the, the print into uh, computer text like this, it doesn't matter how large you make it, it will still wrap it to the width of the screen. And so you don't have to kind of pan back and forth like you do with uh, live magnification. And uh, as well, the, the sharpness of the print is really good no matter how large you make it. Um, so uh, although we can have this read to us at this point, you might just want to read it yourself and you can use your touch screen to scroll through it then. Yep, exactly, exactly. So you can kind of move and pan throughout the screen. If you don't have a touch screen, it, it works well with a mouse. You don't need the touch screen, but it, it does make it nice and convenient. Um, so again, here I can change the color combination too um, to, to better suit somebody's vision. Um, I can still adjust the magnification, but the nice thing that it offers me now is this play button that's right here in the center. So I'll play it here, hopefully you guys can hear it okay. Or cam read transform the way you read. For people with mild low vision, reading fatigue, reading difficulties including dyslexia, and for anyone who consumes large amounts of text. And it tracks across the page as it's reading too. And you can skip forward and skip backwards as well. It's a crazy good voice. Yeah, Chloe and I noticed when we were doing our video how natural the voices sound. Yeah, there's a ton of, like almost too many. There's, there's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Um, so you can definitely choose something that, that is a little bit easier to listen to than, than what you've maybe heard on previous devices. And a lot of the voices that were available, those are different languages. So I assume the OrCam is able to read uh, different languages to us? Um, it, well, it has, so it has different languages on there, but um, it does not translate or anything yet. Mm -hmm. That might be 
possibility down the road, but as of right now, it's not translating. If you uh, put a Spanish document, uh, for example, underneath though, and used a Spanish text-to-speech voice, then it would uh, kind of read that correctly, though. Yeah, from what I've from what I've heard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well enough to, to be able to interpret it, but from from my understanding, you're you're correct. Excellent. Now, I, I noticed something here. So um, on the previous screen, before we had done the OCR, uh, the actual image that it was showing us was just a few words from the document because we had zoomed in and everything. But then when we did the OCR, it seemed like it captured the entire page. Is that, is that right, or did I misinterpret that? So even though we can only see part of it, it still captures the full page when you take a picture. OK, so it doesn't matter how zoomed in you are on this uh, screen when you take the picture. As long as the camera is the correct height above the document, it's going to capture the entire page. Exactly, exactly. So the whole page is there regardless. When you download the file, it's the full page. Even though we're, we're only seeing part of it, that's just because I have the magnification increased. Yeah, and uh, that's something that uh, Corey and I noticed about the stand, is it does make the OrCam read more usable for people who are blind, because uh, previously, you know, it would be somewhat difficult, depending on the individual, to hold the OrCam read at the correct height above the paper and just feel confident that you've captured the entire 8.5 by 11. But with the stand here, then you've got this stable base, and you know that when you put the camera in the stand, it's going to be at the right height to capture an entire page. Exactly, exactly. You can kind of use the legs of the stand as, as guidance to place the document right in between them. Yeah. And the stand does actually raise higher. So if you were reading a book or a magazine or a newspaper that might be wider than an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper, when you, when you raise the stand, you're going to capture a wider frame. Yeah, and uh, if people want to see that stand being assembled hey. by, by somebody who is not a professional assembler, then uh, they can go to our, well, I mean, people are already on our YouTube channel, but uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and yeah. see a video from, what was it, a month ago, maybe? Yeah, maybe a month, yeah, four or six weeks ago. Yeah. You, you giving instructions, me putting it together. Yeah, we got so. there. Dynamic duo. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't too difficult, was it, to put together? Uh, ours had three legs, which was weird, but <laughs> other than that, it went well. Only came with two in the box, so I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure exactly. where the third one came from. <laughs> uh, Corin, um, I believe something about the stand is changing in the future, is that right? You know, yeah, it, it can be complex. Like when, it, when you order a stand, it does not come assembled. Mm -hmm. So there are quite a few different pieces to screw in. So it can be complex when you can't see it or you can't read the instructions in the box. We would like to make it more of like a pop-up stand or something that would be easy to assemble right from the box. So that may be coming down the road. Yeah, my vote is for inflatable. Ooh, right? like just a button you press and it, like one of those uh, inflatable beds you get now that has its own pump built in. Is that a thing? Or like, that yeah, amazing. yeah, they're they're great. Or like the kind of the uh, decorations you put out in your front yard for Christmas. You uh, plug no, them in. The I know that y'all are a fan of those. Yeah, I always have a bunch of those. The Corey, same thing. Tell us uh, what your your favorite current Halloween inflatable is. Uh, it's probably the the zombie. It looks their zombie arms and a head coming out. It looks like it's coming out of the ground. It's inflatable. Yeah, that looks right. very good. Didn't you have like a like a five foot something? Or uh, like I do have a five. Foot? I have uh, Frankie. He is an eight foot tall Frankenstein. <laughs> And then we also have a devil dog that his lights, his eyes light up red. <laughs> That's awesome. That one's, that one's pretty good, too. I love it. Uh, and we just keep him up year-round. <laughs> and and when, scam off yep, nobody ever comes to the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Corey has no friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
Um, cool. Well, uh, that's all good so far. So I think the interface looks really simple. It's got the features you would expect. It's got the live magnification. It's got the optical character recognition. The voices sound really uh, excellent. And like you say, there is a lot of them. So uh, mm -hmm. good features so far. What else do we have here, Corinne? Okay, so I'm going to switch the document under the stand here. Um, I have some different handwriting samples. So Ooh. this is Ooh. different people. Many, uh, three different sentences here. Mm -hmm. um, I also have cursive on the page too. So it's right. outstanding with handwriting. So I'm going to place that, that document here. I'm going to go back to my screen. I'm going to hit this center button to capture the picture. I'm excited. I'm going to press that center button one more time to digitize the text, and we, then we will hear it read aloud. We did this uh, test in our video, didn't we, Corey? Uh, yeah, I actually wrote. You did? Yeah, that was, that was a problem. <laughs> okay, so on the screen, that first sentence had, on, on the paper, it says, call John Smith on Tuesday at 9.30, and then it reads his phone number. The second sentence is, Jack, Jack jumped over the moon, and mm -hmm. then it says, happy birthday, have a great day. So now All you right. can... John Smith on Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. Very, very good. 73-602-9823. Jack jumped over the moon. Happy birthday. Have a great day. D.U.R. I think I got some of my keyboard there. Can we, uh, Corinne, can we, can you hold up the paper to the camera just so we can see exactly what the proof. handwriting is? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that okay with the lighting in here? Uh, no, that's good. Yeah, so we can see there are like three very different types of handwriting, including the cursive, and it got all of that. I mean, the bottom one really is, you know, it's, it's kind of sloppy handwriting, so I'm, I'm very impressed that it was able to get that. Now, yeah. is that handwriting only, uh, is handwriting recognition only available via the connection to the computer? It or is. If you, okay. And Corin, um, well, actually, before we before we go there, um, so we did this test, and Corey wrote. Yeah, what did I? I don't even remember what I you wrote. You wrote, uh, "My name is Corey." <laughs> did now, I? Is that what I wrote? That's what you wrote. Now, okay. bearing in mind that Corey is blind, and, and has, he yeah. hadn't written for uh, thirty something years. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, at least that much. I haven't written in at least twenty years. Yeah. Probably. So uh, I, uh, I was able. To... <laughs> do you remember what it said? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was able, I was able to read it uh, because the human brain is pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, but when we put it under the uh, the camera, instead of saying my name is Corey, it paused for a moment and then it just went, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I know what the issue is. I wrote name wrong. Name I think looks I, just like Mama. Well, I think I gave it to, I gave some of the N's and M's too many humps. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Fergie. My humps, <laughs> and then, I, and then I, put too, I put too many on there. I, so that potentially might be where, well, I don't know why, why it missed my and is and Corey, but well, it was that, not the best example. That was an extreme test. It, it really was. definitely wasn't your normal We did world, not hold it against Orca. No, we didn't. <laughs> All right, Corinne, so we have seen some excellent features so far, but I believe there are some more features and maybe something using chat to GPT on the back end. Yeah, absolutely. So the I'm going to flip my camera here back towards me. The other feature that is available on the Read 3 is its ability to summarize text. So I just pulled it from my stand. I'm going to use this feature handheld. It's not. It does not need to be connected to the computer. I'm going to just hit any button. It's going to disconnect from my computer, and now I can resume using it handheld. 
Um, so the, the way that it will work with um, summarization is you're going to use the command hey or cam and you're going to say summarize and it's going to tell you to point at an article you wish to summarize. So I'm going to point, I'm going to click at an article and then it will give me a, a, a brief summary of, of that article. All right. So Straight that here. I'm going to use one of my my old textbooks. I've got an orientation and mobility textbook. Oh here. wow, cool. There's um, an article. Let's see. I'm going to use um, using orientation cues. Okay. All right, let's so do it. I'm going to go to the OrCam. Summarize. Okay, and it said please choose the text. I'm going to point at this article here in my book. Close try again. Hold on one second. I think I'm blocking my light. Summarize the text. Okay. Can you guys hear that okay? Trying to hold it a little closer to the mic. That's good. Learns to attend to other clues as well, such as compass directions street names, traffic patterns, and the flow of traffic. The student listens for traffic sounds to determine the differences among primary, secondary, and tertiary streets. Primary streets are wide and heavily traveled by large vehicles, while secondary streets are not so wide and have less traffic, especially large vehicles. Okay, so instead of reading the entire page there with the, the article, it just gave us a brief summary, but it still mentions the key points that are, are discussed in the article. That is very, very cool. So one of the th we Luke and I were on a podcast earlier this week, mm -hmm. uh, AT Banter. I yeah. think they're going to be posting it next week, mm -hmm. the week of August 21st. Um, and they asked us a question about where what, what piece of technology like interest us where or like what's been a breakthrough product lately and one of the things we talked about was orcam and for me i think the two biggest pieces of orcam that have that have been really cool is both the smart reading and then this new summary feature because for me as an ocr user one of the biggest problems with ocr and i think that a lot of uh people who had vision prior and then are now trying to transition to OCR, you'd lose the ability to visually scan something. It's not super often that we actually read an entire sheet of paper or document. Yeah, yeah. We're usually kind of scanning it. And with OCR, traditional OCR, you lose that. You can't, we kind of had to listen to it straight. We could maybe jump by sentence. But I think OrCam's uh, smart reading was was a huge breakthrough in that so that you could specifically ask for a, a, a total or a phone number or an address or something like that. And then, then now this new summary feature, to me, that really starts to bring OCR getting very close to that visual scanning that you missed as a sighted person. Exactly. It's, a, it's really a way to just read more efficiently. You can give it specific things that you want to hear, which is really nice. Yeah, and that is uh, using ChatGPT, right? The summarization is, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is there any other plans to utilize any features of ChatGPT? 
Um, I'm sure there are. There are. Um, you know, not not at any point we're going to release right now, but um, our team is always working on improving the technology. So more to, more changes, I'm sure, will come. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really exciting time, I think, for all of that stuff, and I think there's a lot of potential applications for people with vision loss. And um, you know, you guys are one of the first uh, companies who are kind of integrating that stuff, and that's great. Mm -hmm. um, now that does require internet connection, so this is a Read 3.0 uh, feature, and this isn't going to be on the other read devices, correct? Just the, yes, correct with the summarization. Yeah. Um, smart reading does not require mm -hmm. internet, so that is available on all of our other devices. And if I'm not mistaken, Corinne, and, and I know we're not talking about it today, but you are, OrCam is utilizing some more AI in their Learn product as, as well, correct? That's correct, absolutely. So AI is not, uh, there's a lot going on with yeah. AI and OrCam. Yeah. AI is the future people. It may, it may steal your jobs, but it will also give you cool devices. It, can, it doesn't even need to steal it. It can have mine. <laughs> <laughs> but then how are you going to afford all the cool devices? AI. AI <laughs> yeah, is that just the answer to yeah, everything? He's going to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with AI, that. AI doesn't need money. <laughs> that is true. AI, AI does not. They're need happy money. to do it for free. <laughs> they are. Not sure about happy, but they will do it. <laughs> Um, cool. So uh, actually, although this isn't a, a uh, new feature per se, uh, Corinne, I wonder whether you would be so kind as to demonstrate the smart reading, just for people who aren't familiar uh, with how that works. Sure, sure. So I'm going to use um, my Portillo's menu here as an example. Um, so on the menu, I've got hot dogs and chili, there's chicken sandwiches, and there's burgers. Mm -hmm. yeah, if any of you guys are familiar with Portillo's. So I'm going to give a start it so it's start smart reading is the vocal command mm -hmm. once i do that it's going to capture a picture of the page and then it's going to say ready at that point i could give it multiple different commands um, but i'm going to tell it to find a specific item on the page and then it should read it for us here all right there we go start smart reading Find chicken. Found eight results of chicken. First result, chicken sandwiches. Second result, char-broiled chicken sandwich. Can you guys hear that okay? Mm-hmm. Seasoned breast of chicken served tender and juicy on a twisted bun. Fourth result, char-broiled chicken croissant. Fifth result, SSSSSTMSS 9.1 char-broiled chicken served on a perfectly baked buttery. Sixth result, Breaded chicken sandwich, seventh result. Breaded chicken colossal. Exit. 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 There we go. So you have to say exit to get out of smart reading. Otherwise, it continues to listen to you. It waits for the next command. Mm -hmm. So you could move on to something else. You could tell That's it cool. to find burgers. Um, the, other, the other common commands that I see people use you're reading a bill, you could say find the amounts or mm -hmm. find the phone number. Um, with a newspaper, you can say read the headlines. Um, if it reads three different headlines and you like the second one, you could tell it to read article number two. Yeah. So it's just kind of a way to efficiently navigate your reading content. Yeah, and that's, that's exactly the right word, the efficiency that it introduces. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool. I mean, uh, when I demo it here, I give the example, uh, we have some 
flyers where the phone numbers uh, are right at the bottom of the flyer. And so if you were just listening through in a traditional way, you would have to listen to the entire flyer before you got to the phone number. But using the smart reading, you can get that phone number instantaneously just by asking for it. Um, so it's, it's such a cool feature. And that's available on all of the Orcam MyEye and the Orcam Read devices, correct? It is. Yeah, so um, it's a it's you know a very unique feature and it works fantastically and uh, definitely would be one of the reasons I think that uh, people would gravitate toward getting an Orcam and uh, we have some videos that highlight that as well. We have a lot of Orcam videos. I'm just we realizing, do. yeah, we got a lot of stuff on the Orcam there. Um, excellent. So I think the only other things that we haven't covered are the pointing gestures, which I know are not, they're not unique to this device, are they? But they are new in the software update. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. So we just recently released a software update for the, the read devices, brings you to 9.21. Um, so that does, does include the original device. It will add the stand mode feature, which allows you to use gestures. It also adds some additional voices and then a few new vocal commands too. Yeah, so you can, we haven't actually looked at this, but uh, when we did the smart reading just then, you actually double pressed the uh, circular button to initiate the voice command, but you can actually use the uh, Hey Orcam uh, hands-free uh, voice command as well. Correct, either way works. Yeah, um, which, is, which is really cool. So um, that is the Orcam Read 3.0. What an awesome little tool it is. And uh, you can find out more about that either by checking out our YouTube channel and watching our video or going to orcam.com. That would be the website. And uh, for those who need to know, Corinne, how much is the Orcam Read 3.0? So we have a promotion just because it's a new device through the end of September, it will be $24.90. The, the standard price after September will be $27.90. Okay. And that and, and in the plug-in speaker. All right. Cool. If you are in the Wisconsin, actually, I'm not even sure if there's, is there Orcam territories? Uh, I don't know. Corinne, does Corinne, Orcam is have there, territories yeah, or is not? there sales territories for Orcam? Um, it's kind of by state. Okay. If you're in Wisconsin and interested in any OrCam device, contact Vision Forward. We are resellers of all the OrCam devices. If you're outside of Wisconsin, give OrCam a call directly. Yeah, what is your contact information, Corinne? Um, I can give you my phone number, which is 630-642-9810. That's probably the best way to contact me. You can always email me. It's corinne.nero at orcam.com. Jonathan, could you possibly put those uh, in? Were you? Uh, oh, I don't think Jonathan's got his headphone on. Uh, no, we have the email address, corinne.nero at orcam.com. And uh, the telephone number, Corinne, if you could give that to me again. 630. 630. Yep, yeah, sorry, what was the next one? 642. 642-9810. 9810. Perfect. Thank you very much. All right, Corinne, anything uh, exciting coming up with Orcam that you know about and can tell us about? Or is this the latest and most exciting thing that we know about? Yeah, this is definitely the, the latest thing that, that Orcam has worked on. I know our, our team is always working on improving the technology, so I'm sure there will be more updates to come on our devices. But um, yeah, right now it's, it's, it's the Read 3. Awesome. And are you planning it being uh, on being at any other conferences this year? 
Um, well, I just got back from, I've had a couple of conferences recently, um, but I think that's that's most of it for the year. Will you be in um, Closing the Gap at Minnesota in October or no? Um, I might be, I might be. I, I might be doing the, the optometry conference out there, but um, it's still in the works. Okay. All right, cool. Well, we'll be there, won't we, Corey? We will, we'll yeah. be there presenting. We will, and what are we presenting about? We are presenting on something very unique for Closing the Gap. Yes. And you'll have to be there to find out. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I don't recall. No, I think we're doing something on wearable yeah, technology, wearables. including yes, the OrCam. Including the OrCam, yeah. So that should be a, uh, a good talk. Looking forward to that in October, I believe. I believe it is October. It's getting closer and closer. Time is really flying this year, that's for sure. And with that, we have said everything that anybody could ever need to know about the OrCam Read 3.0. So if you think it's cool, like we do, then why don't you try and find out more about it? And uh, you can always get in touch with OrCam to see if there is a reseller in your area. If you'd like to get a demo, we do recommend getting demos. It's always a good way to mm -hmm. do things. Uh, but from our personal experience, the OrCam devices are reliable and tend to work well. So they definitely have our seal of approval. Corinne, thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate your attendance, and uh, hopefully we can see you again whenever Orcam has something new and exciting out. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, in right. two weeks, yeah. uh, so actually in one week, we should be releasing a video on a piece of tech, a uh, piece of software called Morphic. Yeah, uh, we're not. It, it's uh, uh, allows. It's completely free. Allows you to use your computer more easily. And then in two weeks, which will be October, holy! I know. Day, that's what I'm saying. August thirtieth. Yeah. We will be doing our next Tech Connect Live. Will be on Morphic, so yeah. join us then. Yeah, it's a cool, piece of, a cool piece of software, the Morphic. Yeah, if you have a PC and you struggle, or, well, Mac. Like, or Mac. So if yeah. you have a PC yeah. or Mac and you struggle to use it, then Morphic might be the answer. So definitely tune in and check that out. Uh, offers a simplified interface for accessing your accessibility. I just love saying that. <laughs> That's going to be my new motto. And you'll meet Kenny. You will meet Kenny, but who is Kenny? Well, you have to exactly. you have to watch and find out. So yes, please uh, stay tuned for all the exciting upcoming things that we have planned. And of course, we have a YouTube channel. I feel it it might be a bit superfluous to be saying this these days because we are yeah. streaming live to YouTube. <laughs> it is. We're so used to doing it. I know, we're so used to doing it, yeah. Um, yeah, check out our YouTube channel. Obviously, youtube.com slash visionforwardtechconnect. Yeah. Also, take a look at our online assistive technology resource, techconnect.vision forward.org we have on-demand ACVREP credit available uh, not a lot of people are doing on-demand we are one of them yeah um, so you can go and get your on-demand ACVREP credit we yeah. just Luke you and I just did our um, caddis for September we did indeed yeah I was gonna say so. for those of you who are you know you suddenly realize that you have two months left and you still need another 15 credits or whatever if you need you need 10 uh, for category one for yeah. caddis you need 10 specific we are currently our webinars we have 10 available nice. all verse so, all worth well it right there so yeah. so uh tune in to that for sure and with that being said we will look forward to seeing you in two weeks time thanks again uh corin and we will see everybody soon bye for now thank you joining us for another Tech Connect Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, be sure to join us next time. For all things Tech Connect, go to vision-forward.org slash techconnect.